Hey everyone, it is just Tawny for a few minutes. Um, I just wanted to work out some of my thoughts. As the listeners are aware, we've been following the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case, and the verdict came out yesterday that, I mean, there is no winner the way it works with a liability suit. They both have to pay out each other, but in the bigger scope of things, Johnny technically won. Um, Amber was found liable for more of her statements than Johnny was found for his. And I just want to remind everyone that Amber Heard never used his name. She simply implied. And that's why this case was held in Virginia as opposed to California, where they both live, because Johnny wanted to employ Virginia's anti-slap laws. And basically in Virginia, you don't even have to prove really anything. Um, As long as you're making an implication about a person that can be attached to their person, you can be found liable. And this is a huge blow to freedom of speech, regardless of how you feel about either celebrity. Um, Moving forward, I don't want to continue talking about this case. There's nothing that I can do, and it is very triggering for me. And that is why I'm doing this solo episode. What I can do is speak from my own experience. And there's just some things that I've seen on social media that don't vibe with me at all. So I wrote a little something. I'm going to read it. So if it sounds curated, it's because I am reading. But for all of those saying that a real victim would never go back to their abuser, never beg them to stay, never have a child with them, never miss them, etc. I was absolutely terrified that my abuser might leave me. I was completely depleted of self-worth, but I was going through the motions of my life, performing just enough to get by so I could get back to him. Everything else was void. The fire between us was what I was existing on. He had completely destroyed my ability to believe anything positive about myself, but his occasional positives became my lifeline. He was the only one who could build me back up. Codependency, attachment, all things I was confusing for a passionate love affair. For those saying a real victim wouldn't have videos when she's calm, a real victim wouldn't egg her abuser on, when it comes to reporting domestic violence and actually being believed and protected by the system, if you don't have pics and evidence, you don't have anything. Fun fact, I have more than one video of my abuser attacking me, and my friends can confirm this, and I'm staying calm in the video. I'm videoing. This isn't proof of me inciting him. In these moments, these were my desperate attempts to catch the man I loved at his worst so that I could show him what he was doing to us and rationalize with him. You see, I was still a human. Apologies could still sway me. I felt actual remorse after I retaliated. I would beat myself up for days over my behavior and what I might have done to have caused him to be mean to me. His apologies were manipulations, and my empathy was his finest weapon. You see, they don't abuse you on the first date. I wasn't demeaned and belittled and poked in the beginning. Everything had a backstory. Everything had validation, and I had no reason not to believe him. Why would the man I was sharing so much time with lie to me? He was opening his home, his phone, his life. How could he lie? He used his vulnerability to trick me into opening up to him. I felt like he was telling me everything. Who would offer so much fake information? (sighs) He used my relaxed sense of humor against me, making jokes at my expense that I felt had to be written off as jokes when really he was slowly diminishing me. During this time, I gave him all the ammo he needed. Every admittance of pain was a marble in his jar until he collected all that he needed from me, all my weak spots, all the things he could use to break me down, and he broke me the fuck down. His lies would crumble slowly over time as I would notice things not adding up, but by that time, I was in love. I was absorbed. I was attached. I finally had the validation of loving and being loved in a society that always told me I wasn't attractive enough to be someone's girlfriend. I was the girlfriend of a middle-class, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, six-foot-two man. 
A man society had convinced me was an absolute prize. I was lucky to have him. Society thought so, and he knew it was a weight on me. He assured me no one else would ever love me, and I believed him. He convinced me the people in my life didn't love me. He convinced me not to love myself. There was only room to love him. Even after he yelled at me, even after he almost shoved a syringe filled with heroin in my neck, even after he choked me, even after he threatened to bury me and promised no one would find me, even after he threatened to shoot me, even after he hit me, cheated on me, took advantage of me financially, sexually, etc., even after all of it, I only had him to love. Imagine the darkness. Now multiply it by an A-list celebrity who has the ability to hire people to bully you on a public platform. My ex convinced every member of his family I was the problem. He had a history of using drugs and abusing women long before we met, 13 years to be exact, but every member of his family and his new girlfriend, who has never met me in her fucking life, will name me as the problem. Imagine if our platform was magnified. Imagine if he showed the nights I've called a hundred times desperate for his attention because he had been drowning me in love for days and suddenly withdrew it for no reason. Imagine if he confirmed the times I'd put my hands on him without mentioning the hours of gaslighting and mental and emotional torture that preceded that moment. Imagine if he sat in front of the world and laughed at my pain and told me I didn't have the right to tell my story because he didn't like the way it made him sound, even though there's proof everywhere that he's exactly who I describe him to be. Just imagine that. My ex has a slew of women he has abused and, and damaged, and one is dead. He didn't kill her, but he was complicit. He has never been accountable. He has never been held accountable. In fact, when I reached out to his parole officer about disturbing messages of him threatening to blow up a synagogue and others of him killing animals, I didn't get a response. Actually, that same parole officer accused me of being vindictive and abusive when I let him know that my ex had fled the state, which legally he isn't allowed to do. And no, I didn't call and tattle. The PO called me, and when I told the truth, he let me know that my ex had already told him I'd do anything to destroy his reputation. I do anything to destroy his reputation? A man has been to jail many times. A man who has been 302'd more than once and released with no treatment plan. A man who has a history of violence and drug abuse. I was an evil bitch set on ruining his reputation. Love celebrities all you want, but understand that your vision is clouded and biased. You don't fucking know these people. A lot of you know me, though. If I've ever abused you, please let me know. But from my experience, the people with long histories of abuse usually are the fucking abusers. And with all that being said, I just want everyone to think twice about the shit that they're saying. This is not a black and white situation. This is so fucking gray. And if you've never been in a romantic, abusive relationship, honestly, you shouldn't have a fucking opinion because you do not understand all of the other things that go into this relationship. This is not one party being stupid. This is not one party being weak. That's not the way that it works. This is... There's just so many complex layers that go into relationships like this. And it's not the same. I saw someone on Twitter say, oh, I was sexually assaulted in college by someone and I would never entice my abuser. I would never entice my attacker. That's not the fucking same. You being attacked on your college campus is fucking awful, but it is not comparable to someone who's in a marriage, in an intimate relationship, living in a home with someone who is abusing them. They're not the same. Unless you have been in an intimate, romantic, abusive relationship, your opinions on this are unfair. Especially those of you who are having toxic, disgusting relationships, but because you don't put your hands on each other, you think that you're somehow above the people who find themselves in these situations. It's so painful for me even to see some of my friends who are survivors of domestic violence, the way they're talking 
about this case, the way they are demeaning the people involved. And as I've said before, even if you don't agree with me, even if you really think that justice was served, this shit still isn't fucking funny. If he really was an abuse victim, why, like, if she can't smile because that means that she's lying, that means she's not a good victim, how come he gets to go to the UK and play guitar on stage and that means he's a good victim? Why does he get to show up in his truck with the music fucking blasting, with his his team dancing while he jumps out jovially like he's Willy Wonka opening the chocolate factory? I don't understand. I don't fucking understand. And I just need to beat in the point that I was one of these women. And people who know me and meet me, they always want to be fucking surprised that I allowed myself into one of these situations. You don't know people's stories. And the fact that we were able to watch this so publicly and have these opinions, some of them that are so vile and disgusting, it really shows where we're at as a society. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm fucking scared. And we can't do much, honestly. Like, that's the truth of it. But we can absolutely change the way we're speaking. We can change our language. And for anyone who is a survivor of domestic violence, for anyone who's in an abusive relationship, for anyone dealing with any level of abuse in their life, I'm here for you. I see you. I will not judge you. And I am so sorry that the people around you have probably made you feel really shitty lately. It's it's certainly not a reflection of you. So I hope you guys enjoyed my little rant. And after this, there'll be a whole episode of, you know, me and Maria. So thank you for listening.